friends, I'm your host, Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. Now, if you are one of our regular listeners, you might be wondering where Leanne is. No fear, she's here. Leanne, say hi. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so Leanne is on vacation this week. Vacation! <laughs> but we didn't want to miss, didn't want you guys to miss out on an episode, so we are calling her in, and we also have one of our lovely friends with us. Anne, oh Anne, say yeah. hi. Hi. So Leanne is out visiting Anne. I know that's a mouthful, but we roll with it. We love her anyway. Um, <laughs> so Anne, introduce yourself and give us a little bit of, little bit of info about you. Okay. Um, my name is Anne, and I live in Washington, D.C. I just moved out here about five months ago, so new to the city. But I really enjoy it here. There's so much history um, and just excitement within the city. So I am doing well here so far. Um, I transferred out here to Washington, D.C. I work for Family Research Council, and our headquarters are here in D.C. So that is why I'm here um, for the job, but enjoying the other things that come along with it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, Leanne, are you enjoying your time in D.C.? Yeah, it's been super fun. I haven't visited D.C. since I was probably a sophomore in high school. So it's just different seeing the site when you're a little bit older and can appreciate the history behind, you know, the war memorials and the like just the gravity of, you know, the loss that we faced and that um, the amount of lives that paid for our freedom. It's just different when you're, you know, a sophomore in high school and your concern is, what you're wearing and what boy you're going to date, you know, like, and you go on a family trip in an RV for 18 days, like your your perspective is just a little different. (laughs) So, um, so it's been cool to walk around. Um, the first day we were here all day and we walked like 20,000 steps. I don't know what it is. It was like eight, eight point some miles and like 11 flights of stairs or 11. Yeah. 11 different heights or something like that um so it's been quite the trip so far I vacation the same every time I have like one coffee in the morning and then I don't eat again until like 4 p.m. I don't eat at all until 4 so you're walking around like crazy which I don't know what she does and I then, a snack. yeah she not only ate breakfast like a normal oh, a person yeah. but she also brought snacks and all I did was drink coffee in the morning and we just finished our Thai food at 4 or at five. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know what it is. It's probably the busyness. I get that way when I go on vacation too. Like you're you're not focused on eating, like you're focused on seeing everything. Yeah, like getting to the next location and like what's next and right, can right. Concentrate. Like if I'm hungry, I cannot concentrate. I'm like, oh, I just yeah. Doesn't end well for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's the mom of the two of us for sure. <laughs> Hey, and there's no shame in that. No, none at all. You're the hero. Like, you're the one that thought enough ahead to bring snacks, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, welcome, Anne. And let's go ahead and jump into it. And let's talk about Season 1, Episode 9. Yes. So, quick recap on this. With their parents away, Monica and Ross decide to have Thanksgiving dinner alone at Monica's. However... One by one, the other friends join them. 
Rachel says that she can't afford to buy a ticket for Vale to be with her family. Joey confesses that his family thinks he has VD because he appeared in an <laughs> ad campaign. Chandler recalls his story of how he doesn't eat Thanksgiving food because of bad family memories. Phoebe brings her grandmother, confesses that she observes Thanksgiving in December because her grandma's boyfriend is lunar. As the Macy's parade passes by, the underdog balloon gets loose. The friends rush onto the terrace for a better view and get locked out. So the dinner burns. Chandler's happy because everyone needs grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> So that was a really long recap. Like, the very first thing that I know, I mean, notice it's just, like, the fashion, but, like, the turtleneck. Like, I can't handle the turtleneck. Like, everybody's wearing them. And, like, men, too. Men are wearing turtlenecks. This is a popular topic because when Jane was on the show, we also talked about the turtleneck. Did you? Okay, because in one of the episodes, Ross was wearing this hideous turtleneck. Well, he was wearing one in this one, too. super it's awkward. It is so awkward. Yeah. And especially there was one where it was like a gray color, I think, and it was only like a half turtleneck. Like it was only like a little bit up his neck and it made him look like he was like squatty and like had a short neck. Like it was just so weird. Yeah. It's so weird to think that that was like a fashion. Do men still wear turtlenecks? I don't see any on people, normal people. Yeah, I don't really see him much anymore either. Do you own a turtleneck? I do not. No. Uh, I lied, I do. I own one. It's like a sweater, a thick sweater. Okay. Do you? I don't think that I do. Llewellyn, do you own a sweater? Or a turtleneck? I do not, no. Okay, so I'm the only one that has one. And I actually didn't purchase it on my own. It was given to me. There you go. But would you wear it? Oh, I actually love it. It's really comfy. I bet. It was from uh, Zara in Paris, which Zara is everywhere. But they had, like, a basics collection in Paris, and my friend had bought one, and she just realized she doesn't wear it a lot. So she asked me if I wanted it, and I said, yeah, because she probably spent, I mean, Zara, she probably spent 50 bucks on that sweatshirt, and it was trendy. So I said, yeah, and I actually really like it. All right, so aside from turtlenecks, <laughs> which I think <laughs> I think Nicole brought one up in her episode too, so that's funny. Okay. Oh, um, you're right. Yeah, but he wears them all the time, so it must have just been a 90s thing. Yeah, yeah it must have been. Wait, did Justin Timberlake wear a turtleneck? Yes. When his hair was like that crunchy, curly. Yeah, yes. Yes. Was that in 94? How old are they? Oh, that was late 90s. Oh, okay. Wasn't it that they became popular? Like, yeah, because it was like early 2000s, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. So that might have been, well, okay, so you can't really say that they did the trend, but they definitely carried it forward because they formed in 1996. Okay, so one of the first things we see in this episode after they all kind of talk about like their plans for Thanksgiving is Ross and Susan and 
Leanne, you wrote um, about Ross and Susan's first solo interaction together. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, isn't this their very first one that they have without Carol? Yeah. And you can tell how awkward it is for both of them. Like, you can tell she is not used to having a male in her living situation, like, by herself. Right. And, like, knowing how awkward, like, her significant other, Carol, has left Ross. And now they're in this weird triangular relationship because of the baby. And I just thought it was like you can you could definitely tell it was like an awkward situation just for both of them. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, she's not home. Okay, uh, well, I need this." So uh, she's like, "Well, come in." And they just they just they are so awkward. Mm-hmm. So awkward. And how he like walks over to the bookcase and he's just like, "Wow, we have a lot of books about." Being a lesbian. <laughs> but and I thought like, Susan's response was so hilarious about needing to take a course. Oh, right, right. <laughs> they don't let you do it. <laughs> right. Oh, like, that was such, like, a good... It's just, like, a good moment. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you have to take a course for it, so... <laughs> okay, so... This is also where Susan mentions that she sings to the baby or talks to the baby. And Ross's, like, first saying was, like, well, why would you do that? It's a fetus. So when when he comes back later, though, and he's trying to talk to the baby, but he has no idea what to say. And he's saying it's stupid. And then Susan walks in and, like, all of a sudden he's all about it. His Mm -hmm. his mannerisms are shooting around. Even the first time he does it, it's because Carol says, well, just because Susan does it, and then as soon as he says that, that's when he starts talking. Yeah. Like, so both of them are prompted by either Susan being mentioned or Susan walking in the door, Mm -hmm. because he's not wanting to be one-upped by Susan. Yeah. 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 Didn't you mention, like, why does it sound like she's yelling? Yeah. Yeah, it was um, when he was standing at the bookcase, and she, and he was, like, talking about all the books or whatever, and then everything after that, it just sounded like she was yelling all of her lines. I couldn't, like, <laughs> I couldn't get away from it. Yeah. It was so... I mean, she does have a pretty, like, boisterous voice, I guess. Yeah. Like, she projects really well. Yes, I would agree. It was just... Very noticeable. Um, Okay, so back to the other friends. So at Monica's apartment, she's busy making all the food. Um, Mm -hmm. So one of the things that they all kind of point out that they like a certain way are the potatoes. You know, the three different types of potatoes that she's making. (laughs) Which I felt terrible for Monica. This whole day, I just felt terrible for her. Same. It's like it must have been such a disaster in her book but okay so thanksgiving popular holiday it's a holiday that's coming up um what are what are like do you guys have any favorite traditions like is there a certain kind of food you guys eat is there a certain i don't know do you watch certain show or whatnot um obviously the parade's on and we can talk about that too but what are your guys thanksgiving traditions um thanksgiving traditions for me, and it's really just 
family all getting together. We used to always go to my aunt's house, but just over the years, that has changed from time to time. Just all the family getting together, of course, the usual turkey, green casserole, mashed potatoes and gravy, um, all those traditional dishes, always having pumpkin pie. Um, yeah, so just getting together and doing the traditional foods, I guess. somebody saying the turkey is their favorite. I kid you not. My sister-in-law asked me it's like two years ago. She's like, what are you looking for to roast, you know? For dinner, Thanksgiving. And I said, the turkey. <laughs> I just love it. That's awesome. Wait, okay, dark dark or white meat? Ooh. Well, do that dark. Oh, dark. Yeah. Really? I always feel like it's less dried out. Yeah, I think that's true. I do like both. I'll eat both, but I yeah. prefer dark. Yeah, I agree. What about you? Oh. What are your traditions? Um, I mean, the same, but my family watches the parade every year. We don't, like, we're not the type of people that sit down and watch it start to finish before we do anything, but it's always playing, okay. and we'll, like, I mean, I'm somebody who loves all the musical numbers, so I'll make sure I'm in front of the screen for all of those. Um, oh, yeah. But... Yeah, we always watch the parade, and then football is always on as well. Yeah, um, forgot about football. Yeah. We always, yeah, watch the football. That's so true. Um, but other than that, just food. I'm a lot like you, Leanne. I eat a little bit of turkey, and then I load up on sides, because I'm pretty sure Thanksgiving is about the sides. It's not about the turkey. It is. Yes, that's why they created the holiday. Yeah. And I also I also love cranberry sauce. Okay, that is Wait, fascinating. Do you, you do? I, didn't I know do. That. Oh, I wait. love it. You asked for my recipe when I made it for that I guess, event. I'm yeah. also fascinated by the amount of people who I know who love it from a can. Like literally just opening the can, plopping it up, like and you know, it's just so many people. Okay, I can like, do that, but I prefer it homemade. Okay, you will do that. You will do that? I will do that. Like, like non-season. Like, if it's not the season, 
And I'm like, I'm craving some cranberry cranberry Wait, sauce. Does America make it on season? Cranberry sauce? Like, on another day besides Thanksgiving? Oh, heck yeah. Wait, so like, you do Instacart and you get your food delivered and like, you'll order, you'll go to the grocery store in like May and get a can of cranberry yeah. sauce jelly. Yes. Wow. I feel I like you're judging me. I don't know what to say. I didn't even know that they made it outside of Thanksgiving. Like, oh. I thought maybe they sold it for like the month before and then it just never existed. <laughs> no, it's for sure in <laughs> store. Cranberry sauce does not exist outside of, <laughs> of November. I didn't think that because I'm sure you could use it in recipes, but I don't think I've ever had anything cranberry related aside from Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a poll on Instagram. So, like, yeah. you either love or hate cranberry sauce. I need to know. Yes, we do. I guess I'm curious as well, too. In the show, they talked about three different types um, of potatoes. The mashed potatoes with lumps. <laughs> and then the tater tots and the mashed potatoes with onion and... Was it carrots? There's onion and something. I don't or remember. Peas and onions. Peas and onions. Peas, yes. So... so much about you. Well, because I spend so much of my energy on the stuffing cranberry sauce and um, green bean casserole that even my, I always go up for a plate of seconds for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And all I do is get another helping of those three exact things in larger portions than before. (laughs) It's the same thing. And on on a special year, if someone makes cornbread casserole. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. So good. So good. Um, okay, one last food question. Pumpkin or apple pie? Pumpkin. Oh, yes. Me too. Although I can do a good apple pie. Like, I'm no nothing against it, but pumpkin all the way. No, and I actually, I love fruit pies, like fruit desserts and stuff, so I actually love yeah. apple pie. But, but not on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is about the pumpkin pie. Get that away. <laughs> Wait, are you guys pecan pie fans? Pecan? Pecans? I like it, but... You're, like, halfway to South, and you think you can say pecan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. It's pecan, where you're from. <laughs> you're like, Leanne, you've changed. <laughs> Come back. Come back. It's too late. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about Joey for a minute. Um, Joey... What, Leanne, you wrote, and I'm curious too, what is VD? (laughs) We just Googled it. Okay, we Googled it. It's venereal disease. So it's talking about things like gonorrhea and syphilis. So it's essentially another name for STD. Got it. Which you kind of assume just based on the context of the show. Yeah. And how that woman reacted. Right. But they must have... They must have called it VD back in the 90s. Like, that right. must have been the universal term Probably. for sexually transmitted disease until they actually started just calling it that. Yeah. 
But also, like, but, like, these days, like, they don't, like, signs like that, they don't put someone's face on it. Yeah, very true. They'll put, like, a, like, maybe, like, a part of their body, but they won't put, like, someone's actual face on it. Because, just, like, what happened to Joey? Like, that could happen to someone else. Right, yeah, like, you're walking down the street, and you just are trying to be a model and get gigs and stuff, and they're going to pay you 50 bucks for about an hour's worth of work, so you're like, okay... Yeah. But I wonder if they create, like, does it have more of, like, an impact on you if you see a person a person, and think, like, oh, that could be me. Oh. Maybe. As opposed to just letters? That's a solid point. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, okay, so I know it was, like, dramatizing it and whatnot because it's, you know, television. Yeah. But, like, did it really have to be everywhere in New York City? Like, on giant billboards, in the subway. I I think that was just for, uh, you know, like, the impact. Yeah, the impact. Because then it's like, every time he walked in to see everybody, you know, they're all, like, laughing at him. But it's like, how many of them would have actually have seen, you know, that poster somewhere? For sure, yeah. Especially when, like, at the beginning of the episode, you hear him talk about how there's other diseases that are open, and... Um, and how he, like, hopes Lyme disease is, like, the one that he gets. (laughs) So you have to assume that, like, the DD isn't the only one being broadcast around the entire state of New York. It's, like, they're bringing awareness to other types of diseases, too. So it would have been spread out between the whole brand of awareness. So it's probably just for the effect of the show that, like, like, even a window shop owner, like, a, a store owner is not going to put a poster in their window. Right. Right. Or something like in that. New York City? To what they do? No. Not at all. Like, they pay, they got paid a pretty penny to be in that shot, and maybe their store got a little bit of, you know, credit from that. But, like, store owners wouldn't do that. I think it was just more, like, for, like, humorous with that yeah you know totally like you said a little bit dramatized for sure drama for sure okay Leanne you put down net grocery bags they're back oh my gosh okay so when Monica hands Chandler the bag of groceries for like she's like your you know community sized bag of onions your grilled cheese making and whatever else, she gives it to him in a net bag. And I'm like, so many people right now are doing, like, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Like, they're so environment-minded yeah. that, like, and maybe, mind you, never, maybe they never went away. But, like, that is totally a thing. And now it's even more so. Like, I literally have two of those in my house right now to carry groceries from the farmer's market in. So I just thought it was fun to see it, you know, in something that's, you know, over 25 years old. I think a part of it may as well be where they live, because here in Washington, D.C., they charge you for plastic bags. They do that in Chicago, too. They do that in New York, too. They charge for a bag. 
if it's two distant locations. And yeah. So in the bigger cities, more people still do that. Yeah. Just to save money. That makes sense. And it's already so expensive to live there. Mm-hmm. And what a perfect way to cut down on environmentally terrible things. Right. When you have a mass of people, the amount of the size of people in Chicago and New York and D.C., that you have such a crowd of people that, hey, why don't we charge five cents and that'll motivate people to not want to spend the money on bags every day. Yeah. That they'll start being more environmentally friendly. But you're doing it at, like, like they're not going to do that in some podunk town in the middle of nowhere, but they do it in very urban, like, millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people can change their habits based off of, like, five to ten cents a bag. That's, yeah, that's a great point, Anne. Solid. I didn't think about that. Okay, so after the balloon fiasco at the Macy's Parade, which I wonder if that actually happened that year. Be something fun to Google later. Ooh. I'll Google it and then put it on our Facebook page if I find anything. Okay. Um, but after they get back, they realize that they didn't have keys to get into their apartment. Now, my first thought, I'm going to say, was why do Joey and Chandler not have one in their apartment? Because, like, no one was, like, jumping at, like, oh, my gosh, we have a key. But then they do have a key or keys and keys. <laughs> so, like, why does he have so many keys? <laughs> and what could those possibly be to? You know what I mean? Like, right, it's not like they all have cars. Right, where could all of those keys come from? Like, what if they were other friends that gave them, gave him their keys, you know? Like, they're going out of town, we watch this, or so then they got keys from other friends maybe maybe that seems like a lot of friends that would trust joey with their home (laughs) or maybe it was maybe joey is just so bad at like losing his key that he made like a thousand copies of his one key (laughs) oh maybe so then if he loses it he just comes home and he's like oh here's another one i don't know yeah and the turkey is just burnt to a crisp all the potatoes are ruined really Thanksgiving is ruined and Monica oh poor Monica I know I really felt for Monica in this episode she tried so so hard to accommodate everybody and then well and like she was so justified in her response to them 
Like, I think other times you see Monica, and she's just, like, this overbearing OCD control freak. Right. But, like, she, she really was justified in, like, especially when Joey said that, like, it wasn't their first option. And she was like, then why the heck am I making this nice dinner if, like, you don't even want to be here? Like, yeah. That was, like, the cherry on top, like, the straw that broke her back type comment because she was already so frustrated and already, like, you know, none of you guys are even appreciative. I've got three different types of potatoes simply to try and make you all feel better, and I didn't even want to cook for this many people. Right. I don't know. You just feel like she was totally justified, and you feel for her. Sure. In the episode. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then for everything to just be burnt and not usable after all that work that she was doing. Because, like, Thanksgiving dinner, like, it does take all day. Like, yeah. it's an all-day event. It is. Like, you're, the turkey takes hours. Then you're coordinating all the sides to get done at around the same time. It's not like you can do one at a time and focus. Like, you're doing 13 different side dishes. And, like, obviously, like, Monica does that, and she enjoys being the host, but to put all of that, it's, like, a lot of effort. I feel like that's the dinner that, like, supersedes every other dinner throughout the year. For sure. Yeah. Of just the effort it takes. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, complete and compile it. And she really was taking care of, it seems like, everybody else. Like, she's the one that sounded like that collected all the money so that Rachel could go to Vail, mm-hmm. and then she got those groceries for Chandler so he could have his grilled cheese and onions <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, Chandler didn't even go buy his own. Mm-hmm. And she really was taking care of everybody in this episode, and then accommodating, you know, everybody's favorite, according to what their Thanksgiving was, and then it all just came crashing down, yeah. and all fell apart. Yeah, but how sweet it was of Chandler, though, at the end to, like, share his grilled cheese and tomato soup with everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was really sweet. Okay, before we end, though, um, we get introduced to Ugly Naked Girl. Yes. Who is the counterpart to Ugly Naked Guy. And they're, like, cooking naked. Cooking and then dancing. Cooking turkey. I wonder if in an episode they ever cooked bacon. Because you know how bacon, like, grease batters and stuff? And if it, have you ever been, like, have you ever gotten it on your arm? Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. Terrible. It really hurts. Hot oil? Like, I wonder, like, you can't just always bake naked. I don't know. I can't, yeah. It's like one of those, like, weird talking points in the show. Like, ugly naked guy. He's a thing. An ugly naked girl. Like, and what does ugly mean? Do they ever qualify that? Like, is he just, does he got an ugly face? I don't know. An ugly body? I don't know. I mean, I know because I've seen the show, but if you've never seen the end. Wait, they tell you in the end? Yeah, they show you, you his back. Yeah, they do. Yeah, in yeah. like super late episodes, you finally see the back of him. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and it was I not very attractive back. Ugly all around. Um, that was literally, that was literally it. Oh, and I have one more question about Thanksgiving before we finally move on. Because it is a Thanksgiving-heavy episode. 
the only family members are, are Monica and Ross, obviously, because they're brother and sister. And that's obviously a main, you know, point throughout the whole show that literally there's only two of them that are connected family-wise. But do you guys prefer to have family Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, like with friends only? Do you, like, have you ever done that? Do you ever do that? Or, like, a combination of both. Like, what has been your traditional Thanksgiving thing? I've only done one Friendsgiving, and I really didn't get to participate much simply because the day it was scheduled was, like, the same as one of my, I think it was my dad's side of the family Thanksgiving. So I can only be there okay. for, like, a short time. I didn't really contribute anything. Um, but, the t- I mean, the time I was there, it was great. I loved it. I think in the stage of life that I am in right now, it um, would seem more feasible to do a Friendsgiving. And I would love to do a Friendsgiving. But I would say generally, like, family. I'm all about family. And um, I have a large family. So I think that, too, just, like, it's easier because, like, we're all family and friends and all in one. So, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with you, you, Llewellyn. I, too, come from a large family. So just getting together with family has always been tradition. And it's just fun because it's you know, lots of people there, and we're just having a good time and good food. Um, but I think as we get, we got older as kids, we started incorporating friends. Um, just as we got older, because generally, I mean, when you're eight years old, you usually don't have friends over for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as we got older, you know, friends would come here and there. Um, so kind of like a mixture, but mostly just traditional family gatherings. Yeah. What about you? I, I think mine have been mostly family. I think there's some years where I just didn't have any, just because I maybe didn't go home for the holiday. Oh, and, right. like, I spent it at, like, Starbucks or something instead. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> do they have Thanksgiving Day drink? <laughs> they don't, but they should. They should call it Friendsgiving, like the Friendsgiving beverage. Oh. Um, no, but I think it would be so, I'm kind of on, like, the same, like, I've never been to a Friendsgiving, but kind of like Llewellyn, like I'm in that season of life where I feel like all of my family lives elsewhere, all of them. Like my closest relatives live like an hour away, but they're not like close relatives to like me personally. Mm -hmm. Like I would go and feel comfortable and like have a good time, but I'm just more independent. So I, I really wish... The only thing I'm honestly that's keeping me from hosting is like I don't live in my own home, and oh, it's right. someone else's home that I live in. Like it's not even an apartment. If I had an apartment, I would figure it out, but I don't. Yeah. So I have to kind of default to traveling or just not doing anything. But it would be really nice to have a friendsgiving if I could. You know, if I could host it, it'd be nice. Yeah. Well, we shall do a Friendsgiving someday. We should. A Friends Friendsgiving. Yes. <laughs> like a Friends-themed thing. Oh, I get it. With Friends. <laughs> so, favorite moment of the show? Um, so, my favorite is when Chandler and when Joey really comes in and he's talking about the opportunity for him to take a modeling shot for this new contract, you know, model gig that he's got. 
and he says, you know, oh, hey, do you know what you're going to, like, be on yet? And they go, he goes, no, I don't know, but, you know, I heard Lyme disease is open, so fingers crossed. And then Chandler says, oh, man, cool, I hope you get it. And it's like, this was a funny, like, double, <laughs> double entendre pun or whatever, like a double pun. Right. But you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you do hope he gets it, but not in the way that, like, you're insinuating. So it's just, I think it's just a funny, it's just a funny bit. Funny plan words. Chandler is just kind of trying to be sentimental about like, you know, coming together for Thanksgiving and then he looks at him all and he's like, you know, I'm just thankful that all your Thanksgiving sucked. And like, <laughs> because he's like known for having crappy Thanksgivings because that's how he perceives Thanksgiving. So it's just funny right. that he's like trying to be sentimental, but at the same time, like, really Chandler? But yeah. It's funny. It was just, it just showed his like personality. Awesome. Well, this time on the I'll Be There For You moment, we have Rachel's shopping tip. So, the tip is to set a budget. Yes. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Yes! Yes, oh yes, we said the B word. Budget. Oh, no! Okay, so listen, this is important. Many people overspend on things they don't want, need, or use because they had no parameters around their spending. Not a smart way to shop. You need to set a ballpark figure or a more precise one if you have the specific research on what you're shopping for to support it on what you are going to spend on this trip, what is comfortable for you to spend, and what makes sense for you to spend on this shopping trip. You want to feel great about this shopping trip long after the ink has faded on the receipt, right? And one way to do that is to make sure you don't buy more than you can afford. So set your budget and, like the list, stick to it. Whatever your budget, 50, 500, 5,000, stop shopping once you hit that limit. So make a budget, folks. Stick to it. Oh, man. That is good. Is. Good truth right there. It is good truth. All right. So that is all we have for you today on the show. Um, we would love to connect with you on social media, so check out our show notes, which has our Facebook, our Twitter, and our email, and join us for the fun. Um, I will try to find that piece on the parade to see if a balloon really went haywire at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that year, um, and post it there, as well as other things, so. And thanks for joining us! Yes! And we oh, love having you. Yes, you'll have to join us again. Yes, yes, I would like that. Sometimes, very, very soon. Yes. 
Cool. So that's all we have for you guys this week. And we will catch you next week on the One with Friends podcast. Bye.